0: Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your team. On today's episode, Mark Gregston sits down for a conversation with a couple of Heartlight's teens. For the past two decades. Heartlight has become the country's premier residential counseling center and boarding school for struggling teens. Founded in 1998 by Mark Gregston and his wife, Jan, Heartlight is a program that not only modifies behavior, but one that seeks to offer a unique, transformative journey through a relational experience that offers counseling, small group therapy, academics, and activities. We hope you find encouragement as you listen to these stories today.
1: Zaya, thanks for being a part of the program today. How did how did you get to Heartlight in the first place?
2: My family drove me here.
1: Yeah, but I mean, but what what kind of caused it to happen? What what was spinning out of control? What went nuts at home that that somebody said, hey, I think she needs to live somewhere else for a while?
2: Well, I wasn't like talking to my family ever. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention to them. I was never home. I was just always like out longboarding or like hanging out after school at 7-Eleven. Smoking cigarettes, so my family never knew, like, where I was, what I was doing, and then whenever I'd come home, we'd always get into fights, and I just ended up leaving again. (laughs)
1: Okay, and why wouldn't they know what you're doing? Why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they know?
2: Because I wouldn't tell them. We weren't close together at all, so I'd always be, like, afraid that they would judge me, or they wouldn't be okay with what I was doing, especially smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Or uh, wouldn't approve of my friends. So I'd never be allowed like to go out or like hang out or anything.
1: Yeah. And what's so different about your friends that somebody wouldn't want you to hang out with them?
2: Um hmm. my friends smoke cigarettes. They have gauges, they have piercings. They're into metal music. Yeah. Um we skate around a lot. We don't really we don't really care about the minimal rules, yeah. little stupid things. Yeah. Um
1: Okay, but I mean it sounds like that that you guys had kind of become disconnected before that. I mean, I mean, did you have a great relationship at one time and everything was just roses and beautiful and wonderful and you smiled all the time and you had your little princess pillows with princess drapes and I mean, was it that <laughs> or was it always kind of disconnected?
2: Well, actually, most people would think my favorite color is black now, but mm. my favorite color used to be pink. That wow. like that one like girl in every grade like that one horse girl like she's obsessed with horses that was me growing up so my dad he is very he's a workaholic
0: Mm. I said that my
2: dad's a workaholic and then my mom's an alcoholic Mm. and then my grandparents are just sort of like my real parents like they're the grandparents yeah yeah they taught me how to like ride horses and like I'm an only child too so I grew up like being by myself or being with my grandparents and my mom would be drinking or my dad would be working, so.
1: And so you just think you kind of started to survive on your own and just go the, your own direction and yeah, no communication, no discussion and, you know, I mean, I mean, there's worse things in the world than just smoking cigarettes. I'm not condoning <laughs> that, but I mean, there's a lot of worse things than that. I mean, but you just felt like, okay, this is what I, who I am, and what I'm doing, and that's it.
2: Sort of like I just became like really independent. Like whenever my family would try to get into my life, I'd be like, uh, you weren't here before, so yeah. why now?
1: Yeah. What do, I mean, do you think that that you've you've had to kind of learn to survive on your own, and so to have somebody else tell you what to do it makes it harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, it does. Okay. Especially so since my parents were never around, I was just sort of like, mm, do yeah. my own thing.
1: Do what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> You're an interesting girl for me. You're just interesting to watch. I mean, it, it's in, it's it's fun to watch you engage with people here, and because there's a personality inside of you that's very attractive. It's fun loving. It's somebody who wants something out of life, and and you come across hard sometimes, and I and I go. But underneath there is something that's just waiting to bust out, I think, and and uh, and it's not going to change anybody's image of you. Maybe it'll come out when you're on horses. Maybe it'll come out in relationships or something, but it just seems like there's there's something inside of you that's more than more than who you are now, not that who you are now is wrong, but there's just something more just waiting to to happen. And I'm, I'm kind of excited to see that happen. you ever think about that?
2: Not really. No. <laughs>
1: you ever When you go to bed at night, do you ever think about, this is what I want to be. This is what I want to do. This is.
2: I mean, there's like things that I think about, like things that I want to be able to do in life. Like I want to be able to go to college. I have like ideas for like my jobs when I'm older and like, what do you want to do? Well, there's, like, different stuff, but I'm not really sure if I should get into that or not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You need to come work work here at Heartlight. You'd be great. Yeah, You'd be great.
2: (laughs) No. I think I'm too much of an angry person for that.
1: Yeah. Well, cool. Well, look, thanks for being on the program today.
2: Thanks.
0: Nobody cares more about their teen than mom's. But even moms can get discouraged and distracted when watching their teen go through those difficult adolescent years. You can feel alone and helpless, unable to know how to encourage your teen. It can get hard to trust God's goodness in the midst of such hard times. Mark Gregson knows the feeling. That's why he wrote Prayers for My Teen. It's a book of prayers and devotionals to help moms keep their eyes on God and their hearts uplifted, even when your teen is struggling. Prayers for My Teen is a great addition to your purse, bedside, glove compartment, or desk drawer as a simple way of reminding you of God's faithfulness to you and love for your family. Get your copy of Prayers for My Teen at ParentingTeenResources.org. Hey,
1: well, Michael, tell me a little bit, how did you end up at Heartlight in the first place?
3: I don't know. Um, Family problems. Arguing with them a lot. What do you think that stemmed from? What do you think started it off and stuff? I don't know. Like, growing up, we really didn't, like, hang out with each other a lot.
1: What, you just got busy, or your parents got busy, or...?
3: My mom, like, she had races and stuff that she was doing, and I don't know, she was gone a lot.
1: And you say races, like, what? marathons or running or triathlons
3: or something. Triathlons and stuff. And I don't know, she was busy with that. And then she got hurt and then like wanted to like join my life. And I kind of just like kept doing my own thing. And I don't know, it just just got like worse.
1: So what was the fighting around? What did you guys end up fighting about?
3: School was a big thing. My grades weren't great, and then we'd always argue about it. Um, well, we argued about so like who I was hanging out with sometimes, and
1: were you doing anything wrong when you were hanging out or doing your own thing?
3: For a while, I wasn't like really doing anything wrong, but I don't know like I started like dipping, and then it just got worse from there
1: so it wasn't any big thing, I mean, in one
3: sense. At the beginning, it wasn't, and then as I got older, got introduced more stuff. It got worse from there. And when you say got worse, what do you mean got worse? I started drinking and smoking.
1: And then you'd go home, and you guys would fight over it, and they'd get frustrated not knowing what to do?
3: Like, they really didn't know that I was smoking, but, like, they know I was drinking because I kind of slipped up once, and... They kind of, like, figured things out, and then we'd argue about that, and then I'd leave. So I was tired of the arguing, and I'd go drink more.
1: Wow. So what was the crowning blow for coming to Heartlight?
3: Things just, like, weren't safe. Mm. My temper was, like, out of control. I, know, I just really couldn't function with the family.
1: Yeah. But did y'all ever sit down and talk about it? I mean, does anybody go, okay, hey, let's let's take a break here. Let's sit down and talk. Let's figure out what's going on.
3: Um, Not really. Like Because you didn't want to or because your parents weren't able to? I guess both. Like, I just was never around them after a while. Like, I'd come home from school and eat and then go out for the evening and come back once they were asleep and yeah. go to school in the morning just kind of had my own routine. I mean, you think
1: you guys just kind of just separated and started growing apart? Yeah. When you look back and go, okay, this is what I've learned about our situation at home. What have you learned?
3: Uh, there's other ways for me to, like, function with them. And, like, if I have problems, like, I can go to counseling and stuff and not, like, have to drink to just get through the day, I guess.
1: Yeah. You think drinking became uh, the main issue?
3: Yeah, I was drinking a lot, and I don't know, like I'd smoke a lot too. But I don't know, it came like something that I needed just to get through the week. You
1: know, when we when you talk about communication, and and you when you look back and figure out your parents, what could they have done differently? When you were at home, that would
3: have changed things. Could they have done anything? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there was stuff they could do.
1: Yeah. So has it improved now? Yeah. In what way?
3: I don't know. we don't fight as much, but you just like get along better. Relationships not, like, better. Yeah, there's not much tension between us now. Yeah. Stuff's been better since I've been here. You think you're learning stuff? Yeah.
1: Think you're different than when you got here? Mm-hmm. Think you'd be different when you go home? Yeah. In a good way?
3: Yeah. I wanna like I won't really be reliant on chemicals, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well cool. Well look, thanks for sharing your heart. And um I know it's not always easy. You're sitting here. You know, cracking your knuckles, and and uh, I could tell it's uncomfortable for you. And, and uh, but I, but there's been a big change in you since since we first saw you here, you know, months ago. And uh, so, keep going on the same path. Okay.
3: Yeah. Cool, man. Thanks.
1: Thanks
0: for listening to Parenting Today's Teens.